0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited
1: by state law. And a very good Friday morning to you, Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us. Steven Strom here. Marlins fall to the Milwaukee Brewers in game four, the series finale, four to two. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff.
0: Well the Marlins simply could not muster enough offense here in Milwaukee this afternoon. Game four goes to the Brewers four to two and Milwaukee takes three of four from Miami this week. This is the 10th inning show with Gabby Sanchez and Kyle Sealoff. Gabby, the Marlins falling to 75 and 72. They took a series from the Dodgers last week. They took a series from Philadelphia last weekend. They do drop three of four here in Milwaukee. Um, they're right there in the thick of things. It's yep. just uh, tough sledding here in this series. They scored a total of five runs over four games. Just the uh, offense was very tough to come by, and it's kind of what you get when you face the Brewers. They have very good pitching.
2: Yeah, they do. Uh, especially the first two guys and Woodruff, and <laughs> it's just one of those situations where you need to take these games. Like when you're facing the the Adrian Hausers, right. where where he has been giving up runs, he has been giving up hits. All right. Uh, you have Yuri Perez on the mound who really did a nice job. When you all in all you looked at the ball game. Uh, kind of kept you in it he got a little hurt there in the fifth inning but still three runs you know nothing that you can look at and say oh he didn't give the team a chance to win a ball game Uh, the offense just has not been there these last four games even the game that they won they were able to score two runs but again you know counting on the pitching staff to be able to get you that win throwing a shutout uh today's six hits uh it do the guys seem tired? I think so. I think the you know the season's starting to to really dwell on the guys, and and it's been hard. Uh, no excuses on that though. You got to go out there. You got to play games, and you're in the playoff. You're 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 in the playoff run. You're in the thick of it. Uh, you need to find that extra boost. You need to get the offense going, needing to score some runs. One, it takes a lot of pressure off the starting pitching and also takes a lot of pressure off that bullpen when you're coming into a game and you're up by four rather than it being you're tied or you're up by one. So when you look at these last four games where the Marlins haven't been struggling, where they didn't struggle really that much uh, against Philly, where they didn't struggle that much against the Dodgers, it was the offense was rolling. Right. And when the offense is rolling, that's when you get those streaks in because the pitching staff is going to keep you in the ball games. I think the pitching staff, except for one game, kept them in every single one of these ball games, and they had chances to win, they had chances to put runs up, just could not come up with a big hit.
0: Let me ask you this. Now with 15 games left to play, you've been in a pennant chase. You've been a part of celebrations. I think it's very fair to say that, man, it feels like guys might be getting tired, and that's natural. I mean, they have grinded. This sounds silly, but at this juncture of the season, is it a little less in the weight room and really like staying in bed an extra hour longer in the morning? Just to simply try to get more rest? To be honest, different players have different, you know, things. Some guys, they –
2: too much rest is not good for them then all of a sudden they just feel you know groggy and they're not able to get things going some players you need to get that rest listen i don't need to be in the weight room all that much we trained the whole entire season i just need to be able to close my eyes and get some good rest so there's a mix of players some might be better off coming to that ballpark but you got to know who that is and you gotta know who you are for me i wanted to come to the ballpark i needed to get the juices flowing i needed to get that sweat going and then all of a sudden i felt good and ready to play a ball game there's guys who are in that position there's some who are saying hey i want to be on that late bus i want to get as much sleep as i possibly can and then i can ramp up for the ball game um, so it's just knowing who you are as a player
0: all right gabby uh, tough week here in milwaukee yeah. beautiful day for baseball unfortunately the marlins can't hang out and win game four but uh I'll see you soon, my man.
2: I'm just sad that they couldn't get you a win for your birthday.
0: It is what it is. What are you going to do? All right, buddy. Thanks. All right. That's Gabby Sanchez. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Highlights from this one today. Hauser versus Perez. Marlins jumped out to a 1-0 lead in the first inning. Luis Arise was at third with one out, and Jesus Sanchez was at the plate. Now the 2-2 pitch is lined towards the gap, left center field. Going back, Taylor, he makes the catch. A rise will tag from third. He'll score easily. That's a terrific at-bat by Jesus Sanchez. A sacrifice fly here at the top of the first inning has staked Miami to an early 1-0 lead. And it would stay that way for quite some time for Yuri Perez. That was until the bottom of the fourth inning, and William Contreras was at third with one out, and Rowdy Tellez was at the plate. This will be pitch number 62 for Uri. Here it comes, and that is swung on and hit high in the air to center field. It's going to play to run. Backing up is Myers. He makes the catch. Tagging from third and scoring is Contreras. A sacrifice fly for Rowdy Telez. This is a 1-1 game here in the fourth. All right, so 1-1 after four, but we go to the top of the fifth inning. And with the man at second base and one out at the plate was Jacob Stallings. Nothing into the count to Stallings. Here's the pitch. There goes Edwards, and that's a line drive through the left side and a base hit. Ah. Edwards will score easily. Stallings his 17th RBI of the season. That gives Miami a two to one lead here in the fifth inning.
2: Oh, and that stolen base opened up the hole at third.
0: A big hit for Jacob Stallings. The Marlins once again had the lead. We went to the bottom of the fifth inning. Yuri Perez still out there for Miami. He allowed the leadoff single to Monasterio. Bryce Terrain dropped down a sack bunt. Monasterio, after the sack, would then go to third on a wild pitch. And then batting was Tyrone Taylor for Milwaukee. Look at Tie things up, and he would. He hit an RBI double to the gap in left center field. Taylor collected an RBI. It was Two to two. Now, it was then a couple of batters later, Sal Freelich's turn at the plate with Taylor at second base. Here's Frelick, who's 0 for 2 in the first pitch. There's a line drive that's through the right side to base it. Sanchez has the baseball. They're going to have a play at the plate. Uh, catch and a tag at the plate. They got him! A terrific throw by Jesus Sanchez. Did Jacob Stallings apply the tag on Taylor in time? The Brewers want to take a look at it. And what transpired, not to leave you on the edge of your seat, is Taylor was in there safe. Sanchez made a terrific throw. The catch and the tag was not in time by Stallings. And the Brewers took a three-two lead in this ball game. Yuri Perez was done after that RBI single from Freelick. This was a three-two game going to the bottom of the seventh inning, and that's when the Brewers would get a little insurance off of Stephen Okert. Terang at second after a single and a stolen base, and Tyrone Taylor again at the plate. He had a big day. Here's the three-two pitch. And that is swung on in line towards the gap in left center field. That's got to get down for a base hit. Tereng's going to score easily. On his way to second is Taylor. The throw is not in time. RBI double. 4-2 Milwaukee. And unfortunately, that's how this one would end today. Hauser went five. Pujara went one. Uribe went one. Piumps went one inning for Milwaukee. Devin Williams came on in the top of the ninth inning, and he ran rough shot right through De La Cruz, Hampson, and Edwards. And the Brewers win this ball game by a final score of four to two here today. For the Miami Marlins, two runs, six hits, no errors, and five men left on base. And for the Milwaukee Brewers, four runs, seven hits, no errors, and four men left on base. Hauser, the winning pitcher, now six and four this season Perez the loser he's five and five Williams with the save his 34th of the season total time of game two hours and 33 minutes 26,529 on hand here at American Family Field this afternoon beautiful day for baseball about 65 degrees and cloudy at the first pitch this afternoon for Miami they're now 75 and 72 for the Brewers they're 82 and 64. For the Marlins this afternoon, they struck out 10 and that means that $250 will be donated to AutoNation's Dry Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, 25 bucks will be donated to the Dry Pink Initiative.
1: Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say, get his reaction after the loss on Thursday afternoon to the Brewers and also the series loss to Milwaukee. Let's
2: skip another low scoring affair here today. How would you sum this one up?
3: Yeah, we didn't score enough runs. I think that was uh, – we had traffic um, and just couldn't get the uh, extra couple runs when we needed it. I thought Yuri pitched good, um, good enough to, to win. Um, kind of ran out of steam a little bit towards the fourth and fifth inning. Um, but I thought, you know, he pitched really well, uh, enough for us to so win. We just couldn't get anything going.
4: Um, with your I think it was just the fastball they were making contact on just what'd you see obviously I know you gotta look at the film but just him with that you hear anything about him with that pitch specifically do you think every secondary they weren't able to do anything against
3: he didn't well he didn't throw it a, a lot so uh, he didn't throw it a lot for strikes um, I think he threw his curveball for strikes um, the slider wasn't for strikes threw one change up to all day uh, maybe 50% fastballs um, I thought he threw really good fastballs at the top of the zone early on um um mm-hmm. I think second, third time around is when they were probably just going for it uh, and not getting beat by it. And um, and I think that's uh, kind of how they hit him uh, later on, later in the game, fourth and fifth inning.
4: The uh, fifth inning, the play at the play with the Sanchez throw Stallings catch on, I think it was Taylor going home. Just anything more Stallings could have done with that play? or No.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was the only play he had.
4: Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of the others, uh, a rise going for the ball. I think it was the leadoffs in the seventh where the ground ball where look had going to Edwards, he was to like,
3: yeah, a tough one is probably a miscommunication. Mm-hmm. I think Edwards calls him off right there, ground ball the second, and uh, maybe an easier play for him to make. Um, instinct-wise, probably Ryze just went for it, um, but you you kind of go for it until you kind of hear it, and uh, probably communication
4: there. And you touch on it, not, not enough run say, but five runs over four games, that's obviously not going to cut it.
3: Yeah, that's it's tough for pitchers to um, to have to you know keep throwing up zeros um, if we're just not scoring runs, and you're playing tight game after tight game. That's kind of their recipe on how they win—is that really good pitching and timely hitting. It's been our recipe, honestly, too, is really good pitching and timely hitting. Um, I thought our pitching was was really good for the most part this series, except for maybe the one game that was kind of a blowout. Um, but for the most part, it was it was really good. Today was a, a well-pitched game. We just didn't score enough, and um, and I think that's that was kind of you know really the story of all four games.
4: Uh, no, Jess. Today, just how's he doing? Is there any update on him?
3: Uh, no, day to day. You know, we'll find out more tomorrow top overall series for you guys, but opportunity going home with where you are in the picture and the playoff race and homestand. Just how big is this upcoming homestand for you guys? Every game's big. It doesn't matter who we're playing or strength of schedule or whatever it is. Um, it's, every game is big right now, uh, with 15 left, I think it is. Um, so we have, uh, hopefully a nice homestand. It feels like we've been on the road forever, um, against, you know, obviously some, some good teams and, um, we're going to play the Brewers when we get back. Um, we know what kind of arms they have. Their bullpen is excellent. Um, and they have a tough lineup. So, uh, you know, whoever we're playing at Braves, Atlanta, we've got New York. So we got some tough teams coming up. Um, but, you know, we, again, we take it day by day. Um, and we have to find out uh, a way to win tomorrow.
1: All right, we're right back at it. It's going to be a three-game set with the Atlanta Braves. Johnny Cueto, Bryce Elder, six forty-first pitch, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 610. Folks, the Marlins are in the thick of this thing. We need all the supports we can get at Lone Depot Park, but if you can't, make sure to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by Nation.
5: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better